I'm Elliot Dash here welcoming you to Meditation and Beyond and our topic today, Knowables and Unknowables. What is a knowable? It's any experience, outer or inner, that can be observed and known through our sensory organs or our mental capacity. Our sensory system is oriented to physical experiences that appear as outer events. Our inner capacity for observation is oriented towards thoughts, feelings, and images that appear as mental events. In both instances, what makes these outer and inner experiences knowable is that we are endowed as humans with an overarching awareness that can observe, relate to, and communicate about them. In contrast, there are also unknowables. What is an unknowable? These are experiences that cannot be observed or comprehended through our sensory system or mental awareness. They can only be known to the individual through direct experience. Examples of unknowables include soul, spirit, pure awareness, love, God, and reality itself. We are not given the human equipment to perceive or comprehend these experiences, as is possible with sensory or mental experiences. However, we can experience them directly, but any attempt to observe, analyze, categorize, or label these experiences will fail. A special comment is called for here when it comes to the category of reality. Let's take a simple example. We see or observe a tree. How does that happen? And are we actually seeing the real tree? Light waves are emitted from the tree and are perceived by our eyes, our organs of perception. These rays travel through space, our cornea and lens, leaving an impression on our retina. That impression is then turned into an electrical current that flows along the optic nerve to the visual brain centers, where this current is magically formulated into an image that's then experienced in our mind. That image is not the outer object, which was the initial source of the visual experience. We experience a modified version of what actually is out there. We cannot know the tree out there as it truly is in itself. We're not given the mind-body equipment to comprehend unvarnished and unmodified reality, even though we act and believe as if we can. So even an ordinary knowable experience is not really reality as it is. But we can know a facsimile of outer and inner appearances that approximate what actually is. We each have a myriad of daily experiences outer and inner, that we observe and witness. Although they are best of facsimile, they are close enough approximations of reality to function and serve human life. There are important experiences and distinctions between knowable and unknowable experiences. The former are transient. They come and go in relationship to causes, conditions, and circumstances. Consider a rainbow. It arises dependent on light, diffraction, 
moisture, the human eye, labeling, and consciousness. If one of these factors drops out, there is no longer a rainbow. All knowable experiences are dependent on causes, conditions, and circumstances. And when these change, the experience changes, thus their impermanency. We call these relative, conventional, or conditional truths. To the contrary, all unknowables are experienced as true, unchanging, timeless, and permanent. We know it because we know it. That knowing is not an observation, but rather a spontaneous expression of the experience itself. The knowing and the knower are one, a non-dual state. For example, when the innermost self is glimpsed in meditation, its experiences of fundamental truth are essential nature. That experiential ultimate reality is always present, whether experienced the next moment or not. That unchanging nature is holistic and unitary. We call these ultimate or final truths. Noble phenomena, inner and outer, can be measured, described, understood, and function in day-to-day life. Unknowable is the background basic foundation of life. Although we cannot measure or know these experiences through cognition or our sensory organs, we can know them through their perfume. Their perfume is their calling card. Those who touch these states of being express a deeply held conviction of the truths they convey, experience a profound serenity that surpasses understanding, a wholeness and oneness, selfless love, happiness without a reason or cause, profound clarity, inner wisdom, and a boundless and unconditioned freedom. We cannot know these perfumes of the unknowable through our sensory or mental apparatus. Consider love, what we call love in its many knowable forms, it's not the ultimate love of a selfless oneness and connectedness. That can only be experienced directly, touched in a moment of awakening. Once experientially known, it informs and supersedes all other conventional and personal ideas of love. As it is said, when the perfect comes, the partial will pass away. That is the way of the perfume of the unknowables. Perhaps we can say that there are two worlds available to us. There is the ever-changing, ordinary world of sensory and mental experiences that we observe and know, and the unchanging, non-ordinary world of foundational truth and unity that we cannot know, but can directly experience. Most of us, the first is what we know is life, daily life with its pleasures and sufferings. However, those who have touched or been touched by the great truths of life, the unknowables, perceive ordinary human experience as functional, but limited and contraction. To experience knowables, all that is required is to be born 
and individuate according to cultural norms. To experience the unknowable mystery requires devotion and a contemplative life. The actual revelation or awakening is not developmental. It occurs spontaneously, in an instant. It's not based on practice and learning. What contemplative practice office is to clean up the noisy room of our day-to-day life, increasing the probabilities that we will unexpectedly be touched by the grace of the great mystery, which paradoxically is always and everywhere present, and that we can recognize its ultimate and unchanging truth. Even if the glimpse may be brief, it will transform our ordinary life over time into a sacred one. My words here can only point to the unknowable and experiential mystery of life, that mortal life that drives the spiritual seeker. When we touch it, there is a profound knowing, but it's neither from mental or sensory faculties. Yet we surely know it with great certainty as the foundational truth. That knowing is inseparable from what is known. And that truth will have the transformative force of inner authority. Now let us practice together in a manner that will point to that unknowable inner self. Close your eyes. Relax all of your muscles and bring yourself into the present moment. We want to be present in a large, large, expansive field of awareness. And most important is how we relate to thoughts, feelings, images, or sensory experiences that appear in the mind, as they naturally will. Usually, we grasp onto them, engage them, find some we like, we don't like, desire some, dislike others, create stories, fixate on something. But our concern now is not the object of perception, the knowable, but the perceiver, the one that knows. And so when a thought or feeling, an image or another knowable arises, we simply let it come and go. Like clouds in the sky, images on a mirror surface, ocean waves. The ocean doesn't concern itself with the coming and going of the waves, the mirror with the images that come and go, or the sky with the clouds that move through it. The knower, the space, is expansive, is unchanging, unlike the objects that move through it. So as we come into the present moment, we allow all objects to be there if they wish to, but we have no relationship with them. We don't engage with them. We don't get entangled. This is a new experience because most of us focus our energy on the objects of perception rather than the knower. Now we want to 
experience being the knower. The knower is vast. The knower, which is awareness, doesn't change. And it experiences all that comes and goes. There's stillness, it experiences stillness. So we rest in the knower. And whenever we get pulled back to the object, the thought, the feeling, the image, the sensation, we simply notice that we've been pulled back. Watch the fact of us being pulled into our process and move back into awareness, presence, being. You want to come to know that you are the knower, the unchanging knower, the unchanging awareness, not the ever-changing objects. So let's sit quietly in that knower and alter our relationship to the objects of experience that move in and out. The knower is vast, expansive, and you might even observe that this knower this awareness might itself be perceived, in which case it becomes an object. And so we watch the observer with an even more subtle observer. And the more subtle observer is more expansive, more open, more vast, more useful. As the knower becomes more subtle, it begins to become increasingly unknowable. That is, we can experience awareness, but we can't know it with any of our sensory organs or with our mental capacities. There's an increasing subtle awareness, beingness, observation. that begins to become more of a being, more of a presence. If we drop the awareness, the knower, the perceiver, we find the simple isness, thusness, thatness. Nothing to do, no place to go, nothing to achieve, just a profound presence. And in that presence, you may experience the perfumes of that presence, serenity that surpasses understanding, 
profound and unchanging stillness, selflessness, profound wisdom that at times may provide realizations, a boundless freedom, ease, your true self. This is who you are. Be in this extensive and vast home. All appearances, mental and external, arise here, dissolve here, in this foundational home this foundational space of being. At times, when you're resting in this foundational state of being, this natural home, there is fortune and grace. You may experience an overwhelming oneness, wholeness, connectedness, love and presence. Just be with it. Experience it. That is an unknowable. So no effort to know it, to define it, to explain it. Just be. And that is who you are. Although that moment may be transient, it has the power to transform your day-to-day life. So that this underlies your day-to-day life rather than your usual ego structure. And it permeates your day-to-day life, even difficult challenges, difficult people, with a sense of peace, grace, Gratitude, care, and wise action. That brings to an end our time together. But when the audio ceases, you can continue to experience this meditation until it comes to its natural conclusion, integrate it into your morning practice, and take two or three or four or five minute breaks during the day multiple times to just be the knower, the perceiver, the awareness, the presence, business. Thank you for sharing this meditation time with me. Blessings. Mm-hmm.